and in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I am always your host, Jason Flynn, and this is the Frozzy Shone. You're all very welcome to another episode, episode five by my count, or which is the sixth episode because we did have that episode zero. But anyway, that's not important. But um, today I'm joined by a, a good friend of mine. It's one of our guest weeks, so Enzo isn't here this week. It's one of our alternate weeks. And uh, <laughs> if I have a custody agreement with Enzo, uh, the podcast gets him other, some weeks and his actual life gets him other weeks. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> a very good friend of mine is here uh well much like uh, you know very like elvis or Cher or, or madonna he has this kind of mononym he's known all around the world by one name and one name only and that is i'm sitting here with my good friend faye hello faye ciao ragazzo <laughs> he did a little bit of italian and uh, that means uh hello you lad hey you lad hey you boy hey you mate yeah and for all the people out there that's ragazzi yes so that's so i so yes you would say ciao ragazzi to everyone yeah, out there to everybody yeah. yeah yeah so it's ragazzo to me and ragazzi to the listeners mm, absolutely. yes mm. we do learn a little bit of italian every week on the show <laughs> and i retain none of it um but we're here to talk um about a number of things on the show today the first is Faye, i just wanted to kind of introduce you to the listeners yeah so we're friends, you're from Dublin, like me. Absolutely, yes. inner city. Inner s- <laughs> I was wondering how long it would take us to get to that. It's Not instant. very long. It doesn't take any no. time at all. <laughs> so every, anyone, anyone who's listening, Faye is from the inner city of Dublin, which he, he is proud of. Absolutely. And uh, rightly so, I suppose, uh, if, you're into that, if you like that kind of thing. And <laughs> um, and so, you, yeah, we're from Dublin, but you are, like like myself and like Enzo, you're, you're into Italian football, you like it. Absolutely, I'd be a huge uh, defoso. Yeah, we, we met. And that's that's fan for anyone who doesn't know. We'll just kind of oh, keep up. Yeah. Tafosi, if you want to pluralize. Oh, we can't do the pluralizations <laughs> every time. But guys, it basically goes from O to I every time you want to pluralize. But the yeah. I is pronounced like E. So we can do, do a whole episode on this. But on pluralization, it's going to be coming like a, like a Rosetta Stone type podcast where we teach people words. Rosetta Stone, that's not how anyone learns languages anymore, is it? No. No, they use like a babble. Or Duolingo. Duolingo. They use the, the terrifying L that tells you to yes. learn German and this yeah. and that. Owl O, Owl E. Okay, so that's been so this anyway. week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's done now. But um, so, Faye, we met really for the first time in preparation for a trip to Italy. Yeah. Yeah. If even we met at the airport properly. We did, time. yeah. We were we were all going to Italy. A group of us were going to Italy to Rome, yeah, on a kind of a cultural trip, and um, that's what we told the funding people. Yeah, but um, off we went, and on that trip we had quite the adventure. That's was, to put it lightly. Um, we we took in some sights, some sounds of we did. Rome. It was it was snowing in Rome at the time, as far as I remember. Yeah, it yeah, was fairly cold. Rome and Rome in the snow was quite a quite a sight to see. A spectacle, some might say. It was a spectacle. And I'm thinking that we might have you back on the show, um, maybe with Enzo, and we'll we'll talk through that whole trip. Yeah, I think, like, details are sketchy for now, but... That could be a whole special. That, that could be a that could be a thing that could, a special yeah. episode, Because we had a whole thing where we got, you know, we went to a game, we um, had to, we got trapped in the airport, all that kind of stuff. We got trapped in the stadium. We got trapped in the stadium. There's a lot of stuff there's there. There's a lot of stuff that went on. But that's not that's not this week's episode. No, we're just but teasing you, it out for We're now. teasing it out. Stay, stay tuned because oh, upcoming in the next few weeks, we will have an episode with uh, myself and Enzo and Faye, all three members uh, of that larger party uh, that went to Rome in February 2018. Yep. And yes, so while we were there, we went to see a match at the Stadio Olimpico in Rome. That was Lazio were hosting AC Milan. And you were, you're an AC Milan fan. Oh, I'd be a huge AC Milan fan. That was a, a great chance to get to see them. Semi-final, second leg of the Coppa Italia away yeah. from home. Especially against a team like Lazio, which I wouldn't have much of a preference for, let's say. Um, no, we can, we can say it. I, I don't like We Lazio. can say that. I don't like Lazio. No. Yeah. Um, it was good that they beat Juventus the other day. It was... Good, but it's also a case of Lazio are edging towards top two now in the Serie A. Yes, oh, that's a, true. So you'd rather have... I'd, I'd rather a draw almost. Um, or I'd rather... You see, it's difficult because Inter are now battling with Juve. So, do so I obviously want, for you as a Milan fan... I don't want Juve to win and I don't want Inter to win. Yeah, but, but you also don't want Lazio to win. I also don't want to see, And a two... You'd rather the league was cancelled this year. Yeah. If they just said, right lads, look, it's not going to work out. Let's just start again in just 2020. Randomise it, give it to yeah. Sassuolo or something like I that. I would love I to see Sassuolo in the league. It'd be strange. I don't know. It'd be like when Blackburn won the Premier League. Yeah. Very strange and just like, you know, not quite, um, no one would be thinking about it. 
No, just, to be fair, if it was done a few years ago when Sassuolo initially came up and doing quite well, yeah, it would have been like, oh, you know, it would have been a bit of a Leicester thing, you know. Yes, but now they've been in. The, no one really comes from kind of like mid table, mid table, mid table. Bam. No, not anymore. No, not, not in, anymore. Not in Italy. Not in Italy. No, there's 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 too much financial padding in Italy for the <laughs> no, yeah for the top teams to ever have that happen to them. But anyway, we can't get into financial irregularities. Certainly not at this stage of the podcast. Not for libel reasons. Not for libel <laughs> reasons or for uh, unofficial libel reasons, where somebody comes along and says, "I don't like what you were saying earlier on about that team, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but you're a member of a fan club here in Dublin. Uh, yeah, I've been a member of the Milan. Uh, club dublin or the milan dublin club whichever way you want to put it yeah. um for a number of years now um which is a fantastic group of people um to be with we usually go to the wool shed on parnell street um oh yeah to watch a little matches. sports bar there the wool shed go bit aussie sports yeah um so we usually go there to watch all of our matches there's a number of other italian clubs as well um that have so that have, have that would have spots clubs. as well so there's a uve club um Merda, and then there's an inter club and there is a Lazio club, Merida, <laughs> and then there is, this is just going to turn into Yeah, just whole, you just shit-talking yeah. everybody else. Yeah. yeah if, if they want to shit-talk you, they can come on the podcast. Can they? No, they're not invited. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a number of other clubs, and we, we, every now and then, we, you know, go to a couple of matches and stuff like that as well. Some of the members would be like season ticket holders, originally from Italy, be probably, you know, diehard fans, but it's a really nice social thing. Um, We have some, like, big events and stuff like that, so we would have recently had Early on in the year, I think it was around March, we had the Champions League come in. Oh, right, yeah. Um, but it was the original Champions League um, that we would have won in 2007. Yes, yes. Um, so, you know, like if you win three in a row or if you get five, you get the keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff. So it was one of the kind of big off- That's amazing, yeah. Wins. That's very cool. Fantastic. It came with its own security and, a, and it came in a big, huge... A big glass case or something. Or metal. Big metal box and all that. Oh, wow. Um, I wasn't there for him myself. Did they open the metal thing. box? Oh yeah, and they didn't just tell you this it is wasn't a metal just, box with the Champions League. It wasn't inside. just pictures of just people holding metal boxes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a great club. We do a lot of other things as well. So we usually do like a five-a-side tournament that's run by the Italian, uh, the Italian club tournament. I think is the name of the kind of. Oh, so like everyone has like a kind of club name, like you. Yeah, so yeah, you we'd have like, our own little logo and stuff. Oh, like that's that great. As well. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, so our logo is quite interesting. It has like the traditional Milan kind of black and red, and the yeah. George's cross, and then it has like a little background of Dublin in it. Oh, that's great. Um, I wonder, could we have a Frosinone team? We could have a little Frosinone team, yeah. That could be good, because I'm, I'm basically, like, uh, I've been talking to Faye about this, well, whenever I see him, really, and uh, it's, it is kind of like the, the idea of having a little fan club kind of on the ground is fun, especially because, like, that's essentially why why we started this podcast, oh, yeah. was to try and get build a kind of fan base for Frosinone within the English-speaking world. In the English-speaking world, nobody knows who Frosinone are. No. We do not have that. I'm not even sure in the Italian-speaking world that <laughs> everybody does. No. Not people in the Lazio region, of course, but... Yeah, if you're from, you know, yeah, if you're from that neck of the woods, you'll know who they are. Yeah, but I've, I've mentioned it to one or two Italian people and they kind of have to double-think. You have to be like, either... Oh, fuzzy, yes. no, no, okay. Yeah, you're, either, you're in, either into football or you're from the area or something like that. No one really... Or like, you've been coursed to know one of us. Yeah, because if you know us personally, you have heard yeah. of them, definitely. <laughs> Um, so that's interesting because that could kind of like, like kind of be a template um, mm. for for something we'd like to do with Frosinone. I was I'll pitch you this idea, Faye, because you have some experience going along to kind of like. So would you just watch matches live together? Like, yeah, every match. Oh, you saw me. Yeah, too. like we'll be there. Um, depending on when this goes out, but we'll we'll be there this Sunday. Uh, for our next game. Oh yeah, so this will be out this week. So Sunday is the fifteenth. Sunday is the fifteenth. Yeah, we'll playing Sassuolo. We'll be there at two o'clock. Um, okay, so anyone wants to go along and meet Faye, he's doing a meet there, and greet. There you go, meet in the and greet. At two um, o'clock. I won't charge. No, and uh, that's great. Like, because we were thinking maybe in the in the future, maybe for our twentieth episode or twenty fifth episode, mm. we we're going to host like a Frosinone party. That'd be fantastic. Wouldn't it be good? Crack, yeah. Good crack, like Bit yeah. of live commentary. Yeah, like come along and like we'll sit up on the on the on the stage. Yeah, and we'll talk through it. And like obviously, talk okay, the stage. Oh, imagine the whole setup now. Yeah, there's a whole <laughs> setup. So you have to imagine like there's a stage and then there's a projector screen and we're watching the match and then there's a raffle and everything like that and there's a raffle and, and there's you know, like the, the people who organize it win it and you know yeah there's that's not unusual but like no that's <laughs> not unusual for italy but there's a ta- there's, there's like people come up like for halftime commentary and all that so i think it could be good yeah, fun that'd be interesting yeah yeah now is it is it early in the run of the, of the podcast to be doing a live episode yeah listen the sky's the limit the sky's the limit why not i don't know if you're on a plane but like the, but the, sky's, the, limit. the sky's the limit yeah if i can find a very tall tree yeah yeah the limit is basically how high are the buildings around me that i can publicly access the roof of yeah you need to go king kong on this yeah yeah. 
<laughs> Very good. So, what were we here to talk about? I completely forgotten all my... Oh, yeah. Calcio. Calcio, yes. Football, they call that. And um, I don't know how you pluralise that. Cal- calci. Cal- calcio. Calci. No, calci. Cal- Footballs. Calcioi. Calcioi. Yeah, because football, a football is not... Cal- football is not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not because in, 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 in English, the word for an actual... The word for the ball that you play the sport with and the sport are the same, but is uh, it wouldn't be the same in most other languages? No, no, it's interesting, isn't it? Or is it kind of? I don't know, not really. I don't know. I leave it up to the listeners to decide. Yeah, <laughs> listeners, you decide, write in and tell us was that part about the football interesting? I can, I can hear them tuning down the volume yeah. already. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did I subscribe to this thing? Jeez, you do Jason one favor and he abuses it, yeah, uh, by telling you about football anyway. So, what I wanted to talk about, Faye, first off. Was our oh by the way how are AC Milan doing this season? We're not doing too good or too bad, let's say. Um, recent managerial changes. We now have Stefan Pioli um, taking charge. Um, a recent game against Bologna resulting in a three-one win, which is not pretty bad. good. Yeah. Um, but there's a for me in our stainless in the club at times. Right. Even though we have a refreshment like we've new owners and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's kind of same old, same old a little bit. It can be a bit recursive. We've certain players that are kind of like, uh, I wouldn't be too keen on. Now, there's certain players that are finally coming to the fore. A lot of younger players like Theo Hernandez, yeah. KL and stuff like that. Um, but we're still reliant on other players that aren't exactly up the par, let alone subpar maybe. Mm. Um, I'll name drop one or two, like Chananoglu, who I, I, I do like personally. Wow. Um, I think just Ricardo get rid of him just for the point of view of people can't say his name. Yeah, it's Chana a bit of, it sounds like someone's choking in a restaurant. Like, you know, yeah, Does someone do the Heimlich on him. Yeah, because I I always would have said like Chan Hang on. I would have just like I get lost halfway through. Yeah, trying to read Chan and Ugly, you kind of have to have but confidence. There was a great moment that I remember. Now that you mention it, we were in that when we went to watch that Milan game. Oh yeah, and we we he was there and he was playing. Chan Longo was playing, and he was all through the match. You know, he was like, and there was these two outfielders, and one of them had brought probably their grandson. It looked like. Oh, I remember. And this, yeah. yeah, so there's this like kind of like, two men. I'd say probably in their fifties, mm. and one of them had brought like a you know, seven or eight year old kid. The kid is super into it. He loves, uh, he loves the game, and he's like cheering all that stuff. And these two outfielders that he's with are talking about the players, you know, and they're kind of talking shit about the players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, uh, they're like, those, I'll, I'll just say it in English, but in, in Italian, they're like, uh, <sighs> I'm trying to remember where I was in the story. You see, yeah, yeah. I have no real desire to make the podcast a smooth journey. I'll happily leave in all the. I mean, because I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you're not going to turn it off based on one interruption. Do you know what I mean? No. And, you know, that are interruptions, podcasts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and this you is know. not... I don't think this is the kind of show where we're working with that kind of margin of error. No. Again, anyone who's the, listening to this... The sky's is, the limit. Yeah. Anyone who's listening to this is listening... They're committed. Yeah. I don't know what's going to turn them off. I don't know what's turn them on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. We have no idea why they're listening in the first place. So we have no. no idea what would turn them off. Yeah, so I think it's not important that we left that part in where the person... Yeah. yeah. Cut it down, obviously, but... Yeah, well... We'll edit. We'll yeah. fix it in the edit. Anyway, so we're there in the stadium and these two guys are complaining about Chanalongu. Yeah. And they can't say his name. And they're like, oh my God, you know, bloody uh, chicken man or bloody, you know... Chickatees. Chickatees and other... I can't come up with all his name. Finally, the kid that they're with gets so tired of them mispronouncing his name that he turns around and he kind of does like the Italian, like the, the, the sign, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. you know, and he goes, hey, it's pronounced Chanalongu. And they're like, what? And he's like, listen, repeat after me. Chan, and they're like, Chan, ah, ah, longu, longu, Chan, ah, longu, he's like seven, Chan, ah, longu, and they're like, Chan, ah, longu, and then he goes, oh, Benny, and he turns around and he's watching the match, it was brilliant, it. it was an amazing moment, that's the youth, it's the youth, the yeah, because he clearly, like, he's young, and he's, like, watching on YouTube and stuff, he knows the stuff, he you has know. the posters on his wall of Chan, ah, yeah. you know, He's like, could you two stop being old farts and like just learn how to pronounce his name? Because they're clearly just like two old Italian men. Like, That's like a Turkish name. I don't want to learn that. They are probably sitting there watching Gattuso on the sideline. Why isn't he coming on? Someone yeah. sub him on. They're like, why is Gattuso in a suit? He should be in his shorts and yeah. all that stuff. Uh, I just want to tell that little story about Chanelongu before we uh, before we continued. Because it's now time for our weekly segment, Faye, where we review last week's games and we preview next week's games. And the segment is called Review Preview. Fantastic. And I'm going to make a new jingle for it. Going to be like a little jingle that plays just after I'm finished talking now that goes like Review Preview, something, something, something. But I haven't quite worked it out. But the, the listeners will, you The know, listeners will hear it like, they, just one, as soon as I stop talking, like we can stop talking yeah. about it because I'm going to cut it in I mean, right now. we might even just fade out while we're talking here and, you know, yeah, and they just, might it'll hear, come in and you know, just smack, bang. Yeah. You know, so it's going to go something like, I, okay, I'll just, I, I can't do it now. But I, 
I can't record it live, but I'll record it later and I'll put it in. I'm hoping something goes wrong in the editing process and you can't get the jingle in time and yeah. they have to listen to I have to, to just this. use this part? They just have this, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, right. So we're going to go now to our review preview segment. <laughs> I don't know what sort of jingle you're looking for. But <laughs> yeah, something like review, preview, that kind of thing. Okay. Is that too high energy? Uh, yeah, that's a bit whew. Yeah, okay. Anyway, look, let's just play the jingle now. Yeah. Preview. Okay, so it's time for a review preview. And um, first of all, the first part of any review preview segment is the review. And where we look back on last week's games. So last week on the podcast, we talked about two upcoming games that we had. We had to go away in the cup to uh, Parma. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a big game. And Enzo and I both agreed that we would probably lose that match. And that way we would happily enough lose that match because the cup was not a priority for us this year. Yeah, I, sp- I spoke to Enzo and I, I, I agreed on that. I don't, I don't think a win was majorly on the cards. No, and we thought that we were kind of asking like, well, who of kind of who of Chano, Dionisi, and Novakovic is going to play? Turned out none of them did. Yeah, it was a real, real um, kind of second string uh, side. That was you as well left with. Trotta. Trotta. Now, I, I did have a look at Trotta, and I have the I have the Facebook messages to prove it, Faye. Uh, but I said to Enzo, uh, Trotta will bang one in here. And, and, sure he, enough, and he, he did. did. Because yeah. he's, a, he's a good striker, Trotta. He, he's just young, I think, and inexperienced at the high level. Yeah, he, he hasn't had many appearances at that no. kind of level. Do you know? But he has had a... He's like, I think if he was given more opportunities, maybe on loan somewhere... He could he could knock in a few because he he just seems to need more confidence and because he's he's getting himself into good positions but he's not quite taking the chances. Well, did. I think especially coming up to this and maybe this is a different conversation, but coming up to this part of Serie B where certain players are getting tired. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because it can be a hectic schedule. I mean, there's chances for the likes of him and even like Matrezi and stuff like that yeah, to get to some in. game time. You know. Yeah, that is true. So maybe maybe they could play uh, more in the league. But anyway, Trotter did score. We ended up losing the game 2-1. Uh, a last-minute penalty was awarded uh, to Parma. Paganini, I wouldn't fault him. He did rugby tackle the guy in the box. Um, he did. Like, there was an angle I saw that kind of looked like he went down a bit like, meh. And then I saw another angle. I was like, yeah. oh, no. And they, it was a yeah. straight rugby tackle. Like, yeah. It was bizarre. He just kind of comes at him from behind. Bam, just knocks mm. him to the ground. Good penalty as well. And I, I wasn't too fond of the kind of reactions, to be honest, of uh, Lacabucci. I thought they were kind of slow and a little bit... Uh. Yeah, he but he hasn't been playing much as the team. He hasn't been playing so, much. He's, he's not fresh. Three I, appearances last time I checked. I honestly don't know why Bardi didn't start. Um, yeah, especially given what was on the line now in terms of a game the, against Roma. game like, against Roma. A, li- a little bit of a Lazio week, yeah. derby almost. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been, been nice, huge. You know? And it would have been a huge away day for our fans to go to the Olympico and play Roma. Like It would have been yeah. great. And Roma um, definitely would have rested some people and, you know, like... You kind of have to think at these early stages in the cup, upsets can happen. They can. And and Parma, honestly, were there for the taking. And if we had it just played Bardi, maybe put on... Oh, you think he's needed more in the attack? If you look at the actual attacking, it was like a 2-1 to one ratio. It was like nearly 30 to 15 yeah. in terms of shots. Yeah, no, it, it was it was quite uneven. He's needed a Dionisi or something, Yeah, I we, think. Yeah, we probably did, even just to hold up the ball. Yeah. Um, because it was literally a case of we had kind of good fluid attacking movement and then we would get our pockets picked and then boom, Palmer down to the other end. And that just kept happening. Whereas Yeah, there was a quick Dionisi, counter Dionisi, for instance, what do we always talk about Dionisi? What does he do? He wins fouls. Sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes that's what you need to slow the game down and pick them off. Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. Anyway, we ended up losing to Parma. And no hard feelings. It was a fine performance. No, it was a fair game, you know. There's going to be more cups. And then we went away at the weekend in the league to Juve Stabia. And we predicted a win here on the show mm. um, because Juve Stabia are atrocious. But we were quite nervous because... No, no disrespect to Juve Stabia. Um, although, why I'm giving them no disrespect, I'm not sure. But anyway, um, just as kind of professional courtesy, I don't want to offend the guys over at the Juve Stabia podcast. Uh, you know how sensitive they are over there on that show. But... And we went away to Juve Stabia. We did predict a win here on the show, um, but we were concerned because of our away form. Our away form has us very low on the table. We're not great when we play away from home. No, However, it's, it's only been one away win apart from this as far as I'm aware. Yes, we went and we won 2-0. Solid. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. For an away game, good. For, for an away game for Frosinone, excellent. Yeah, especially yeah. the starting lineup wasn't no, full wasn't. string, you know? No, it was... It was um, the, I'll just run you through the, the, the lineup here now. Um, Dionisi up front. Dionisi, Novakovic. Oh, so interestingly, Novakovic. kind of big storyline yeah. was that Novakovic and Dionisi started up front together, together. again. Yeah. So Chiano um, dropped... Two games. Two games in a row. 
now we did discuss what was going on here we last week on the show enzo and i were a little bit stunned because we said okay chano didn't play because in the last league game because he was um against empoli because he was injured Mm. and we were like what's going to happen when he's back fit because novakovic and dionisi ran empoli ragged and doing quite well so what what do we do and channel and and it looks like at the moment it looks like nesta's thinking and of course i Alessandro Nesta's our manager. He's thinking, do I leave Chano on the bench and use him when I need to use him? I don't know. I I think Or is he not fully fit yet? Maybe? I think what it is, it, it was this is a chance to see how it is gonna get on That's true. Away. They need time to we can't just yeah. bring if we if every time we this happens as we were saying like all the time with these kind of players like um kind of creative domineering players, the rest of the team can't necessarily express themselves because the whole thing is built around this guy expressing yeah, Sometimes himself. you need to take out that linchpin and see how the train goes. Yeah. Oh, that's I like that. Oh, take out the linchpin and see how the train goes. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. Not good Although, advice. If you not good advice. Linchpin, that's the bit that holds the tracks together. No, that's the bit that holds the the carriages together. Oh, the carriages together. All right, okay. As far as I'm known. Yes. Now, so, oh, pe- so you're saying take out the linchpin. People over on the train the podcast carriages. might disagree on that, but yeah. like, oh, train cast are going to be all over us. Oh god. Uh, let's hope train cast and Juve Stabia cast don't <laughs> gang up on us because we'll be in big trouble. You're building um, up a lot of steam on that end. Choo choo, but uh, too true. Too true. Too oh, true. Too true. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we started. I'll just run you through the the, the Juve Stabia game. So as we know on this on this podcast, we always talk about our strength is in our is in our wings. Our you know we're flying. We couldn't fly without wings on this one. We our, our, no, and I think that comes from the formation you have. Yeah, the three five two. We got Baghetto on one side and Paganini on the other side, and and as you said, Paganini just Paganini's can great. Run games, and Baghetto yeah. scored a goal. <laughs> scored a goal and yeah. a, quite a nice goal. I thought. Yeah, it was a nice goal. Um, there's Dionisi there with a yellow card on 45 minutes he wins fouls he, he gives away fouls to be fair 7 yellow cards in that game yeah it was, it was a bit of a ball. yeah yeah so anyway and then half an hour or half an hour to go Dionisi comes off Chano comes in mm. and Chano ends up um, oh by the way on 74 minutes uh, Marcus Roden our Swedish player came off and Nicholas Haas our Swiss player comes on that gives us uh, more credence to our theory from last week that Roden and Haas are essentially the same player because we're trying to name our starting midfield and we were like, okay, you got Maiello, you got Gori, and then it's Roden, it's Haas. It doesn't really, it's one of them. In the change, one in of them will be on. Nesta's probably like, yeah, just whack up any other numbers. Yeah, so it's Maiello and it's it's Gori and it's one of the non-Italian players. <laughs> all, can't just, everyone can't just be Italian. Yeah. But the idea of having two non-Italian midfielders on any given time is so preposterous than it's, it's crazy, but if you look at any kind of like list of kind of fixtures in Serie B and look at lineups there's usually one or two non-Italians but at most at most you everyone could, is Italian you go to any other country you go to England the majority of them uh, English maybe, maybe yeah not. well the interesting thing is now in Serie A which was always kind of the last kind of like country where everyone was Italian Italian they had a couple of match weeks ago they had as many non-Italian players as, as the Premier Italian, League yeah, had yeah. non-English players from the countries kind of surrounding Italy, so like mm. um, Slovenian, Slovakian, Croatian, Eastern European, Central European players come in. Yeah, it's not necessarily the ones you think of, like oh, it's going to be Spanish or it's going to be no. English and stuff like that. No, it's it's a lot of kind of like the smaller European countries feed their way mm. into Italy. Um, but anyway, so uh, Chano comes on with half an hour left to go in the Juve Stabi game, and he ends up scoring a penalty. Yeah, um, which is great in the ninetieth minute. Another clean sheet is important as well. So yeah. we're not conceding as many goals as we have been, um, which is great. We're finally seeing the Nesta effect. We're we're getting a great defense, being kind of tutored, being taught to us by one of the great defenders. Yeah, it's I kind mean, of what everybody dreams of. It's 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 kind of like when you get a player in who's a former great themselves. You're like, oh, this we have a great defender as our manager. This means our defenders are going to be great. Well. That might apply to you as other teams. From exactly, person, it doesn't from always personal work. Experience doesn't work. Yeah, like you had Gattuso at Milan. Well, you no, like, I'm, I'm I'm quite proud to get through so season. I am you very so? proud. I'm very proud of that. We came within 15 minutes or so of Champions League, barred a goal or two from <laughs> 15 minutes or so. Here, listen. <laughs> On uh, the Juve Stabia game, yeah, again a, a good performance, an improved performance. It's an important step. It's a step, but if you look at it, you are we're in a win of second place now. That's true. It leaves us on 23 points um, with second and place on 25. Playoffs are often won in those games away from home where yeah. people falter, you know? Yeah, and I think I think our new our newfound kind of defensive solidity is going to really stand to us now in, in future when we, when we go away from home. And and this new Dionisi-Novakovic partnership seems to be working. Could out. be working. Yeah. And it could be something like we said. It could be a case that you start Dionisi and Novakovic, let them play the first hour, and if you're struggling to break teams down, one bring of them comes on. off, yeah. One of them comes off and you can kind of pick, you know, or whatever you want to do. So it is exciting. It leaves us within a, a, a win away from, from second place, which is, of course, the automatic promotion place 
and basically a successful week i thought okay we out of the cup so no long no more distractions not too bad now obviously there's the pride of losing the parma but like i really don't that, it's not much of a thing it's not much honest. of a thing parma Syria a team they're also a big team yeah you know so okay you lost 2-1 to parma in the cup that happens and we win in the league and now we're we're kind of motoring along quite nicely in the, and it's in the not bad, especially because there's a couple of teams starting to slip in that league now like i'm looking at like um perdonone or perdonone and i'm like yeah, they're perdonone, not gonna yeah. be there no they're, they're, they're not They've they've kind of they've had a rush of blood to the head and they're kind of running up the table, but they'll tire themselves out. They'll tire themselves yeah. out, like a lot all the time. Shit, Adela. Yeah, shit, Adela. Forget yeah. about it. Now to be fair, they're my inside bet for playoffs and kind of you know random promotion. They're my inside again. You no, can't I, be betting on shit, Adela. I mentioned to you at the start of the podcast. Well, before the podcast started, yeah. that like they're one of the teams in the top five that haven't lost in the last five games. That's they true. Are they are consistent. doing well. But here's the thing, Faye, about shit, Adela. Number one, they're shit, and number two, they're a Syria B team. Here's the third thing. They're above you in the table. Okay, they're for now. For now. For how long? We're not sure. I don't know. They won't stay above you, but they're my outside bet for. Okay, so anyone wants to promotion. put a little cheeky two little, quid thing on two quid on who's going to get promoted from Serie B? They say shit Adela, and I I would rather bet on 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 shit shit getting promoted for yep. you know they could they could actually they could incorporate a team made of literal shit, and I think it would get above uh, shit Adela on the table. Okay, I don't know why I'm being so mean to shit Adela. Probably because their name is. Shit, that it's kind of fun. It's, it's, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's, unfor- <laughs> it's unfortunate for them. They should consider changing it. <laughs> but I'm sure they'll, 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 at some point they'll go bankrupt and have to reincorporate under another name. Yeah, like that's many, many that's other kind of teams. The pattern. In the meantime, it's time to move on to the preview segment or review preview. Upcoming this weekend, we have a game against Pescara. Um, we're at home to Pescara on uh, Saturday the 14th of December. We host them and they are currently sitting two ninth. points below us on, yeah. on ninth. They're just a point off the playoff places. We're just a two points off uh, or three points off second place. So this is a really big match. Yeah, it's it, now it is one of them times of year where people can jump and go down and up quite regularly. So It's quite packed together. I mean. But Biscarda are a team that have seen the near heights of top flight. They are oh, yeah. a team that know how to win. They are. They can score goals. Um, they can do a lot of things. They're quite a nice little team. And they but, don't have the, the background of, I think, the game after we use is Japani and they, they don't need a full strength team there. So they, no, they can go all there. Yeah. Yeah. Just us. The, the AC Milan, uh, Dublin club, five-a-side team could be Japani. Oh yeah, we could. We're oh, quite, certainly. Yeah, they're quite good. But yeah, so I feel like they can go full strength against you. So yeah, but they you don't look need at, to be like, wrestling players. So look at our our home form. We're we're unbeaten now. Where our last four home games have been wins, and increasing. A really interesting stat here. Look at our last four home games, going back to a game against Livorno in October. We beat Livorno one 0 at home. Our next home game would be Trapani three 0 then Kievo 2-0 then the next game would be Empoli 4-0 so like we're slowly building up our prowess at home so 5-0 against Pascara 5-0 against Pascara is on the cards <laughs> is what I think still I'm looking at their away games here and they're, they, they've got a loss win loss win loss win they're kind of inconsistent away from home Pascara yeah. so I think they're there for the taking I think we beat them this weekend and I think we beat Pascara 3-1 I'm gonna go Trina. I'm gonna. I think it's keep a, a clean, clean sheet. sheet. I think it's keep a that clean sheet. That would be huge. That would be huge. I'm hopeful for a clean sheet. Okay, so I'd love a clean sheet as well. Absolutely. And we could finish the weekend, depending on how it shakes out. We could finish the weekend in second place. In second place. And yeah. if they call the see the call the end of the season there, we go up. Yeah. But we await. We await next week on the show. We'll bring you through what exactly will happen in the Pescara game. Mm. Uh, do follow along. Anybody who happens to be uh, near, uh, as as always, I just tell you, if you want to watch any fuzzy known games, you just go for uh, illegalfootballstreams.net forward slash uh, the fuzzy show. And I'll give you our yeah. our code on illegalfootballstreams.net. Saturday two o'clock is the game. Saturday time. two o'clock, and that's our time. So that'll be three o'clock in three o'clock kickoff in Italy. Yeah. Two o'clock. Uh, two o'clock. GMT. Time. GMT. Yeah. Anyway, that uh, let's play that jingle again to end. Or anything else you want to say on that game? Okay. Um, not too much. Again, I am hopeful for a good results, but um, just because Serie B team like Pescara is inconsistent doesn't mean they're not capable of beating us. There's always uh, is, there's, are, you there's always are you that, threatening me? There's that always sounded that a little tre- bit like, hey, listen, all, I'm not threatening you, <laughs> but they, <laughs> they are. They could. They could. Okay. I might eat those words soon. I yeah, I hope you do. I hope you do. But anyway, let's hear that sweet, let's hear that sweet, sweet, sweet jingle. Let's hear that sweet, sweet jingle for... That concludes our review preview segment. Oh, what a jingle this is. Oh, I do, oh I'm so excited I'm, to hear it again. Oh, man. Because oh, the first time was so good that hearing it again... I mean, I don't even know if this is being edited out. I don't know if the jingle's going to be here, but... No. I'm, I, I, okay, let's just... Okay, let's hope the jingle... Well, let's, oh, here's what we'll do. I'm imagining in my head the jingle right now. We'll stay quiet 
and I won't even edit this part out. I'll just play it. So we'll be quiet for a second. I'll just edit the jingle in. Preview. Okay, very good. Right. Moving on uh, to our next segment, which is what the episode is called. The name of the episode, which is the names of the teams. The names of the teams. We have had recently on the show, we had an episode called the names of the players. That was a good episode. I enjoyed that. Thank you. That was with uh, our friend Owen Redmond. And he we just he just kind of listened as I talked about the names of the players <laughs> on, on the team. He wasn't quite sure what was going on in the show. I don't I think know. he didn't I care. know what's going on now. But you know what's going on. I know on. what's going on. I know the teams. I know because the names. We, we talk about the names of the players. We talk about the names of the teams. And it's important to me that everyone knows... Who we're talking about. Yeah, there could be people sitting at home going, who's Benevento? Who's, but what is Benevento? Yeah, is, is that, that a player? person? Is it a, you, you know, know, is that a type of coffee? Yeah, is it a model of Fiat? Yeah. Uh, so here I have on, on from Wikipedia here, uh, the ultimate source for all Italian football uh, knowledge, I have uh, in alphabetical order, the list of the names of the teams in the league, uh, their home city, their stadium, and... Um, what happened where they finished last season mm. so that's kind of just gonna we're gonna run through that yeah. and Fabe, if you have I have a little chime in on some of these names as well oh yeah i have, I have a couple of facts okay, well, some, stop, of them, stop some of them me if you need some to. of them are fun okay some of them are fun you some have of this is personal knowledge now so i don't know how reliable it is it doesn't matter some of it is a bit more wikipedia based like yourself okay um but I, i'm happy i'm kind of i was doing these up last night and i'm kind of happy to say that most of it is personal knowledge that's great which is terrifying Faye, look listen here's the thing you should host the show. <laughs> <laughs> Here, listen, if you, because if you want to do a Serie B specific one, maybe. <laughs> a ser- maybe so, maybe so. But also, just so everyone knows, uh, I'm going to have to be pronouncing these uh, these team names and these uh, we'll city see, we'll names. We'll see how it goes. And the stadium names. And my pronunciation mm. is generally not too good. So we'll I might see. chime in and also get it wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's what usually happens is uh, Enzo usually corrects me with a different wrong pronunciation. He says, that's not how you pronounce it wrong. This is how you pronounce it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we'll start off uh, with, uh, obviously starting off in alphabetical order. Ascoli. Ascoli. Uh, so Ascoli are from a city, uh, Ascoli uh, Pinceno. Pinceno. Yeah, yeah Pinceno. Yeah, Pinceno. Uh, which is just in, it's actually not that far from Frosinone. It's on the other side of the, uh, of the, of the country, but mm. in the same it's in central Italy, basically what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and they play at the uh, Stadio Chino Ililo del Luca. No, de- del Duca. A lot of these stadium names are quite long. And, and they're named, named after, after specific people. S- very specific people. Families who ran the club or... It's either families or those inspiration-based kind yes, of stuff, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, Could be like their favourite... Their favourite singers. They could their favourite singers, yeah. I don't know. So it's Ascoli. They play at the Stadio Chino Ililo del Duca. Mm. Um, the capacity of that stadium is uh, 12,461 small small it, no, well, at, modest for the actually pretty standard modest for the now, to be fair the team itself has done quite well in the past um, yes I think the best finish is 4th 5th place in Serie A well in we the, always say Faith, that any Italian football team has had great players over the years that's the first thing you have to say. You have to say they have some great not, players uh, over not the any team though to be no, honest no but we always say that some. because I never know <laughs> what I'm talking about. So I always, my generic lines are: they've had some great players over the years, and also they have a great history. Well, I, I can I can fault you on that if if needs be. Okay, if needs o- be, you can take me up. Last but season, 2018-19, Ascoli finished thirteenth in Serie B. Not great. Not great. They've, not fought, they've fallen from the heights of fourth place Serie A of the ages. Yeah, yeah, they have. And had they been finishing fourth in Serie A in a different time, or in, if that happened now, they'd be in the Champions League. Yeah. But at that stage, Italy didn't have that many places. No. No. And to be fair, they haven't had recent success in yours. No. Um, two Cadetti, which is instead of Scudetto, which is what you call the Serie A win. Cadetti is. Yeah, you'll see. You'll or see. Cadetto uh, is the Serie B. The, what is it called? Cadetto. Cadetto? Or Cadetti. Cadetto. Or Cadetti. Plural. You're doing the plural thing. Pluralization. Remember, guys, from earlier? That's, um, for, that's for winning a Serie B. They have two of those. Um, okay. The most recent ones, like in the 80s or something. All right. So, you know, it's a long time ago. Yeah. They're not doing um, But uh, so that's Ascoli. So Ascoli number one. Yeah. 20 more to go. Benevento. 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 They're the current league leaders. Um, they play at the Stadio Ciro Vigorito, um, which has... Uh, we're not going to do the capacity of the stadium. It's not important, really. No, it can hold stadium. a lot of people. It can hold, uh, they assume that all these stadiums can hold a lot of people. Yeah. Um, thousands upon... Thousands upon thousands. thousands. Up as far as, you know, 20,000. Yeah. Um, so, Benevento, recently in the in the news a lot, over the last few seasons. Yeah. They were promoted to Serie A. I had a very interesting game against us in which they... Oh, the goalkeeper scored against yeah, AC Milan. Yeah, which was yes. embarrassing. 
That was embarrassing. That was their only... It was their first win, wasn't it? Yeah, let's not talk about this. <laughs> okay, so Benevento are currently... Harsh le- times. ...leading um, and in Serie B. Last season, they finished third in Serie B. Yeah, quite con- quite consistently in that mid-ish kind of thing. Not they only are. recently. Um, yeah, they've had a kind of a couple of yo- yeah. yo-yos over the last year. I reckon they'll go up this season. Yeah, I'd say they go up. There's currently managed there. by Pippo and Zaghi, aren't they? They are indeed. Yes. So is uh, AC Milan, like ourselves... There. We're yeah, yeah. The little, legend. They have a really cool crest as well with the little the witch on it. Oh yeah, the witch. Yeah, their their nickname is the sorcerers or the witches. Oh, it's kind of um, cool. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's like Stragoni or Stragoni in Italian. Yeah. Um, but it's after, that's like, that kind of uh, gelato with a little bit of chocolate on that stracciatella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there is actually. I looked into this. There's like legends of witches in the Benevento area from the 13th century. Oh that, really? That's where they get the nickname. That is great. Fun. I'd like to do a, yeah. a, 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 an episode of the show where we go to Benevento and we do ghost a witch hunt. Stories. A the, ghost stories. We go back to the Roman tribes of Isis and stuff like this. That'd be great. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Well, maybe in another episode. Next up, we have uh, Chievo from Verona, or sometimes known as Chievo Verona. Yeah. And uh, one of the two Verona teams. The other one is currently in Syria. Mm. Um, but they play at the, oh my word, they play at the Stadio Marcantonio Bentegodi. Yeah, they... They're one of them teams that's like named after a certain person. Even yeah. the, the original name, they were named after an individual um, who ran a bakery company. Really? Palani. So it, it used to be instead of like, you know, Cave of Verona, it was Palani Cavo. Really? Yeah. Wow. So they named a, a after bit, a baker. A bit strange. Yeah. Ba- named after somebody who owned like a big baking company. That's amazing. So they, but I guess like we look at them um, because isn't, isn't... It's like uh, naming a team like... Mattress Mick FC or something like that. <laughs> that. That could be a good name for a team. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Mattress Mick. If you want to sponsor us, we'll we'll take it. Um, but anyway, uh, oh yeah, about about that. Like um, PSV in uh, in uh, Holland are named yeah. after Philips, the Philips Corporation. Yep. That's what the P stands for. So Strange. I like that. But except Philips make uh, industrial stuff. This guy was a baker. Yeah. What was hey, his name I, again? I, Polani. Polani. I think I think it was like a, a bakery product company. So like it was a big. Oh, it was an industrial kind of thing. thing. So they I, made like bread. I think, yeah. And little cakes and all. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. All right, so we should go to uh, uh, Verona and, and sample yeah, the yeah, cakes. Yeah, we, we go and sample the cakes, yeah. We have to do a Friday Shawnee road trip at some point. <laughs> that's like the, the just big... Just visiting all the teams. Visiting all the stadiums and just like stopping in. Okay, next we have... Mm, Shittadella. I can't believe it. It's Shittadella. Yeah, it's Shittadella. So Shittadella, um, uh, they're from Padua. and uh, Not an interesting team for facts. Not, sh- an interest, I- not an interesting team at all. Oh, that's... That's rough. Yeah. That's a rough insult. So let's not... I'll just tell you their stadium name. The Stadio Pierre Cesare Tombalato. Stadio Cesare... Pierre Cesare, that should say. Not Cesare. 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 Okay. Excuse me. Uh, Tombalato. They're seventh in Serie B. We've been over. No, they finished seventh last year in Serie B. Yeah, again, the one of them, they can coin to get a playoff if they play the cards right. They can get a playoff, but they can't win a playoff because no, they are <laughs> shit. They I are my outside bet, though. They are your outside bet, and let's not remind it. Um, oh yeah, by the way, if any betting companies want to sponsor us, that's like the main <laughs> thing. That's the kind of pattern for Someone football media. Someone the Italian version of Hardy Redknapp. Quick. Yeah, quickly, we need it. Okay, next, uh, Coscenza. Coscenza. They play bad. at the Stadio San Vito Gigi Marula. Again, it's those long kind of winding names. Yeah, they kind of it's like it sounds like a a, a road or something, doesn't it? Like you go down there on the Gigi Marula, turn up at the at the San Pietro. <laughs> Not even a road, a set of directions. Yeah, set of directions. The whole thing is a set of directions. They're interesting. Apparently, they now they play in. If anybody doesn't know them, they play in kind of like garnet, kind of like reddish colors. Um, but apparently they used to kind of go like red and blue. Right. Um. No, sorry, they are kind of red and blue. Um. But I've read that apparently it was in honor of Genoa. Which I didn't really understand. A what? Genoa. Yeah. You know, Genoa Football Club. Yeah. We obviously play kind of red and blue as well. Yeah. And I found the strange another team wearing colours in honour of another team. Yeah, bit... well, maybe it was like, because it could be like... And I couldn't find any um, Gemellaggio, which is like a twinning relationship for anyone who doesn't speak Italian, um, where two teams are kind of like, have a like supporter base kind of shared or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't find anything on it. So I'm not well, sure how reliable the, that is. The Genoese... Didn't the Genoese have a big empire? Not an empire quite, but like the Genoese ruled a lot of Italy for a while. It could be so. It, it could be some that they're part of the, that, yeah. of the kind of like they used to be a Genoese territory. Maybe I'm just having a look at a map of Italy. But Genoa's up the other end. Genoa's near Genoa's land. up the other end. Yeah, it, I found it strange. But I will. I will notice that just um, our next team actually is, uh, or no, our next team, our second next team is is Crotone. They also play in red and blue, don't they? They do. 
So maybe there's something going on in that region because they're quite near each other, Crescenza and Crotone. Um, okay, so Crescenza finished 10th in Serie B last season. Not much to talk no. about there. Next team is uh, Cremonese. They, um, they, they're from Cremona, um, which is, where is that? That's up. To, it's up the north. Yeah, near the Alps. Not a largely interesting team again. No, a lot of these. Opinion. A lot of these teams are from smaller cities. Like so, just same as any second division. In yeah. Any any country, these are regional teams. Like they're not. These are teams that have been rebranded and kind of renamed over time. And yeah, you know, there's a kind of checkered history sometimes in terms of because when did they actually start and where and, and, you know. and obviously Italy. Then since football started in kind of the late 19th century. Mm. Italy has been through a huge amount of changes. Yeah, especially given like boat wall wars, a lot of teams kind of stopped, stopped start, and stopped restarted and, and all stuff that like stuff. That. Yeah, exactly. Know. So like it's it is interesting uh, there. So um, who was that? That just that was Cremonese. Uh, or they play at the Stadio uh, Giovanni Zini. Uh, then Crotone, who we just talked about, played the Stadio uh, Ezio Schida. Mm. They have uh, an interesting nickname as well. Yeah, what's that? The Pythagoreans. The Pythagoreans. The Pythagoreans. Wow, because was that area down in the south of Italy, was that somewhere that the, the, the followers of Pythagoras went? That's um, where Pythagoras would have set up the aptly named Pythagorean school. The Pythagorici, I think That's it's called. That's amazing. Yeah. So Pythagoras would have worked in, in, in Crotone. Yeah, yeah. As far as I'm aware, he would have set up um, He uh, set up his one of his schools of thought One of his there. schools of thought. That's amazing. That's yeah, great. Yeah, so the Pythagorici, I think, is... How do you say it in Italian? Wow. I'm not sure how widely used the nickname is, but that's one of yeah, the Yeah, I like ones. that. Yeah. yeah. Pretty so, cool. So, yeah, it's kind of like the Pythagorean theorem everyone learns in school and stuff like that. Yeah, man, they play in kind of a right angled formation and all yes. that. Yes, you know? oh, that's good. The Pythagorean formation. That could be a, that could be something we could do on our road trip. We go down and play a game uh, in Crotone, a five-a-side game, but you're, everyone's set up in triangles. Yeah, it's like the sum of the squares of the false nines and the opposite sides. Yeah, that could be fun. <laughs> That's a, we'll do that. Okay. We're, we're basically making a, a production plan for a movie here. Yeah, we this, is, this is holiday planning. This, this is holiday planning, yeah. Uh, who's next? Uh, Empoli. Empoli are from, from Florence. Or from nearby Florence. They play at the st- uh, Stadio Carlo Castigliani. Mm. Uh, they are nearby Florence, but they're not provincially, I don't think. Because they, they want to, like, there's very few teams now that, like, belong to a province where the capital team hasn't been in Syria. They're one of the few teams. Yeah, they are, yeah. So, oh, and so are we. Yeah. So Frosinone, yeah. So, so that little kind of fanny viewers who don't purely know Italian geography, it can be broken down into little provinces, and usually there's a there's like a big town or a city there. Yeah. And that would have like a team that'd be in Syria. Empoli's one of the few that isn't in one of those. No, so Empoli is is a is a town within the kind of metropolitan area of yeah. Florence, and they have their own team, and uh, and they they play in the Serie B. They have been in Syria. They have been in Syria. Yeah, I'm not about a fan them. of them. We haven't had Milan haven't had great performances against them in my no, team. No, we so. did have a, a big chat about Empoli last last episode about yeah. uh, their former players and the mistakes they made letting big players go and stuff like that. So mm. if you wanted to hear more about Empoli, listen back to last week's. Um, they finished 18th in Syria ah, last season. They got they got demoted uh, alongside us last season. So that brings us on nicely. Speaking of who got demoted from Syria, to Frosinone. Frosinone, yeah. uh, we play at the course. We play at the Stadio Benito Sturpe. I didn't even have to look at Wikipedia. Where else would one. you want to play? Yeah, Benito Sturpe was a uh, his his descendants, his son or his grand his son still runs the club. Really? Yeah, the chairman Sturpe. Yeah, and Benito Sturpe's his father. And uh, the the Stadio Benito Sturpe is one of only four stadiums in Italy owned, owned by, the, by club. the club. Yeah, it's amazing, and that was done. Through crowdfunding, a lot of it actually, um, a lot of crowdfunding investment. Uh, had we had this show been a part of it at the time, maybe we could have had a bigger stadium because we would have had some. Have a fundraiser. Yeah, a fundraiser would have been great. Um, but anyway, we got the moment last season and so we finished nineteen in Syria, but we're going back up. We're going back up, Faye. Did you know that? I I'll I'll know about it when it happens. Okay, um, all right. Well, I think we'll we move on. Yeah, move on. Uh, the whole yeah the whole podcast about Frozen Nonis, which doesn't really <laughs> well on us. Uh, Oh, speaking of Frosinone, Juve Stabia, who we just played at the weekend, um, they are the next people we need to talk about. Yeah. So Not they, the most financially secure team, historically. No. Filed for bankruptcy at least three, four times. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't unheard of in Serie B now, but... No, but it's still not ideal. Yeah, if you go through there, any Wikipedia about them, it's just like, blah, 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 bankruptcy, blah, 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 bankruptcy. Bankruptcy, bankruptcy, and bankruptcy. And bankruptcy, yeah. yeah. They either declared or they filed for it, or... Or it, it was it was declared it for was given, them. Yeah. yeah, so they play at the, the Stadio Comunale Romeo Menti, uh, and they actually, speaking of uh, Empoli are from the region of Florence, uh, 
the or within the kind of commune of Florence, uh, Juve Stabia are from the commune of Naples. Yeah. So they're they're kind of a, a secondary team to Napoli in that region. Must be difficult. Well, given recent performances, it's getting easier. It's getting easier. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 Two years ago, it was very difficult all, to yeah, play second fiddle. Yeah. To Napoli <laughs> at the moment, it's not really that hard. To be at fair, all. when Napoli playing the the second fiddle themselves. Yeah. yeah, they're their own second fiddle at the moment. Yeah, but uh, Juve Stabia came up last season to Serie B as the Serie C champions. Um, so they won the, the third, uh, the third division, and um, yeah, they're not having a great time of it. It's hard. No. It's hard for them to do that, I suppose. Um, but anyway, um, Livorno next. Uh, Livorno uh, play at the Stadio Armando Picci, and um, they finished fourteenth in Serie B last season. Faye Livorno, how do you feel? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't know too much about them. No, there we, we beat Frosinone only beat them at home uh, a couple of few weeks ago, back in October. Mm. Um, not really much. All to right. say. I mean, I wouldn't have much of a knowledge of them. I had to kind of look up one or two things. Yeah. Not a. I don't know what it is with Serie B teams. I have really interesting nicknames. The mullets. The mullets. The triglia. Really. The triglia. The mullets. I didn't know. I tried looking into it. I don't know where it comes from. Yeah. I don't the know mullets. if it's. Must be a hairstyle yeah. thing. Here's one for you, right? The Vorno, the city that they're from, is a port city, right, on, in Tuscany. Uh, and it's the capital of the province of Livorno, right, which is about 160,000 people living in it. It was formerly known in English, this city, as Leghorn. Leghorn? Leghorn. They used to call Livorno Leghorn. Isn't that great? That sounds like an anglicization. Yeah, it is. Yeah, doesn't it? You could imagine locals. Livorno. Livorno. But like, you know, Leghorn. Leghorn. Are you saying Leghorn, young fellow? You, like, you yeah. say it to me in an Italian accent. Livorno. He says the place is called Leghorn, lads. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. But you get that. It's the same with the whole, I don't know, some people, Dublin, Dublin, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. It goes all, it happens all the time. And so if it's, if it's a port city, then that means they were dealing with uh, traders all the time. So dealing with the Brits. English. Yeah, dealing with the Brits. Poor bastards. Anyway, uh, God bless Livorno there. Uh, and then we have uh, another club here, uh, Perugia. Perugia. Now, they, <laughs> they, they had a very interesting owner, um, Jordan, the, was it the 2002 World Cup? I don't know if you're aware of this story. No, I'm not this, aware of this story. This, this story. is very funny, but kind of like a bit strange as well. Yeah, what happened? Um, I had a former owner, I, I think now, Gauchi, Luciano Gauchi. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, Italy knocked out of the 2002 World Cup by South Korea. Yeah, um, who were the hosts? Who were the, the hosts? hosts. Um, but Gauchi criticised and then terminated the contract of a player who was playing for that team. Perugia. Yeah. Who knocked out Italy. Scored scored the goal that knocked them out. What? Yeah. And Young Juan. Scored a goal to knock. Scored the golden goal as well, which is a bit... I oh, know, the that golden was a, goal was a that terrible, was a controversial terrible format, thing. yeah. Knocked Italy out of the 2002 World Cup. Eventually, and he was sacked from his Italian football team. Yeah, apparently, like, Gaucho, like, criticised him and then sacked him. And then there was, like, a lot of, ooh. And, Wrongful uh, termination. And, yeah, and then he was brought back in. But it was clear he didn't want to play for the club after that. Oh, my God. What crazy stuff. That is mad. Yeah. Oh, that's actually that's that is crazy. Apparently, he was like, "Oh, you've disrespected the country and stuff like this." Yeah, that's very strange. Nuts, isn't it? It is nuts, but I, I like, I like that. It's kind of fun because it kind uh, of shows how provincial the whole thing was, even up until oh, you know, severely provincial, severely provincial. At that level, where like such a small club, and then this big story comes out. Well, because one of the things we just talked about, like, was like how everybody in Italian football tends to be Italian. Yeah, there is that kind of one thing of you kind of like people from the outside. Yeah, and there is a kind of thing of like you have a loyalty to the team, but to also the, to the country. To the country, yeah, which you to don't, know. you wouldn't get, say, in the Premier League. No, and even in Serie A, there's a certain degree of kind of like you know. Well, the winners get, of the Scudetto wear the Italian flag. Literally, they wear, wear the Italian flag. It's know. not, it's not this random symbol. You no, know? you're not, you're not, you're not the, you're not the champions of the kind of like you know whatever like Allianz Scudetto or the Allianz Serie A League. Yeah, you're, you're the champions of Italy. Champions of Italy, that's the way it's seen, yeah. Yeah, and it's more of a nationalised thing than it would be in some more commercialised yeah. leagues, uh, like the way La Liga is going in Spain. Uh, or still, the way an, an interesting story nonetheless. Um, yeah. I remember reading about it a few years ago and I was in tears laughing. That's great, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, next up we have Frosinone's next opponents in the league, Pescara. Uh, Pescara play at the Stadio Adriatico Giovanni Comaccia. I don't know who Giovanni Comaccia was. Nice pronunciation um, though. Thank you. It was open. This stadium was opened in 1955, which I think is interesting, and it hosted some of the games for the football preliminaries during the 1916 Summer Olympics. So it has a great. Is it 20,000 people fit in Pescara Stadium? Quite a big stadium. Yeah, it is. And Pescara have had some great players over the years. They had that great attacking team 
um, that had uh, didn't they have Verratti played for Pescara? He did indeed, yeah. Um, who else was it? Uh, oh, there's another person. Insigne played for Pescara. Yeah. Uh, Roberto, uh, Lorenzo Insigne, not Roberto Insigne. I feel like is Pascara to have a claim on some academy of talents like Immobile and stuff like that. Immobile the, as well, yeah, 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 yeah. So they kind of like some kind of names like that that would be current Serie A now. Yeah, they produce a big, uh, and also they had uh, Zeman, the the coach, the yeah. Czech coach, uh, who was smoke on the sideline, dressed all in black. <laughs> he's like if like he's like Mauricio Sarri's nemesis. <laughs> he's like if Mauricio Sarri is Austin the Powers, twin. he's Doctor Evil of, of Mauricio, Sarri. and he would play like this kind of like crazy like attacking brand of football where he would concede six goals but score eight Seven, goals yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah he was a kind of iconic figure and made his name really at Pescara in the kind of mainstream they finished fourth in Serie B last season but failed to um, be promoted uh, again a, a team that I think is is going to not do as well now. Um, now we'll see at the weekend again. We're predicting a three nil, three one win. Yeah, we think um, they'll lose against Frosinone at the weekend. I don't think unless they get the act together quick that they'll be making playoffs in a kind of like solid way. Mm, me neither. So good luck to Pascara. Next up we have Pisa. Uh, Pisa uh, from of course the city with the leading tower in it, famously uh, in uh, in Tuscany in central Italy, um, and they play at the Arena Garibaldi. Garibaldi, famous Italian patriot uh, who united the course, perfect part of uniting the country in the 19th century. Italian history is really not the subject of the um, podcast, but if you're interested, we can do an episode on it. Um, <laughs> uh, let me know. Send in your fan letters. Yeah. Uh, cool team, really cool logo. Um, have been in Serie A as well in the 90s. Yeah, um, and were managed by uh, Gennaro Gattuso managed by Gennaro before Gattuso. he went to AC Milan. They used to have this thing where they wouldn't concede any goals, but they wouldn't score any goals either. Here, listen, if you're not losing games, it's a positive. Yeah, um, it's a positive. I suppose it is, yeah. But when they got to the Serie A, were helped with players like Diego Simeone. Yes, that's true. They did get to Serie A and they had uh, Diego Simeone. Diego Simeone, of course, current manager of Atletico Madrid in Spain, uh, who happened to be my other favourite team, uh, kind of team I can talk about in public. There's another interesting uh, player that helped him on the way to Serie A. Who's Henrik Larsson. Henrik Larsson of Celtic, of Sweden. Not the Swedish Henrik Larsson, a Danish Henrik Larsson. Oh my, a he different Henrik Larsson. No relation at all. Really? No. So there was Henrik Larsson, and I was like, I was like, I can't believe Henrik Larsson played for Pisa. He did no. Danish Henrik Larsson did. Danish Henrik Larsson. Oh my God. Imagine that. Like, imagine you're on the streets of Pisa and you're like, oh, we're getting Henrik Larsson. Oh, that's great. How do we get him? Oh no, not him. Different than <laughs> Henrik Larsson. Like, they have a, this big sign up in Swedish yeah. when he gets there and it's like, oh no, actually. They but imagine, oh yeah, I met Henrik Larsson at the airport. Oh no way, really. You see the picture and it's, the, the yeah. Danish Henrik Larsson. No Sa- offense to the Danish Henrik. Henrik no, Larson. I'm sure he was a great player. Well, you got them to Syria. You got to Syria, but you know, you know Swedish Henrik Larsson. No, take it that much. Uh, so they were uh, third in the Serie C last season, and they won the playoffs. Uh, so Serie C has a kind of very strange format so we're not going to really get into that now yeah the C1 and hopefully we'll never have to uh, never ever have to talk about Serie C on this show don't jinx it although we're only about three or four (laughs) seasons away from from falling back down there yeah bankruptcy Um, now who's next is Portanone we talked about Portanone earlier currently sitting second in uh, Serie B and uh, they play at the Dacia Arena which is in Udine Uh, Udinese are also hang on a second do they share a stadium with Udinese I'm just discovering. Hey, I'm discovering this live on the show. I was really? like, "That's your arena," but that's your sponsor. Hang yeah. on a minute. <laughs> yeah. So, Portanone is a is is near, I guess, Udinese, but they have it listed here. Yeah. Okay. According to these guys, according to Wikipedia, um, they uh they share a stadium with the Serie A team, Udinese, and yeah, sponsored by Romanian car manufacturer Dacia. Good make so they crack. actually don't play in Portanone, they go to Udine to play their games. I wonder mm. what's happening over to be there. They're a small team, not notable. I think the most fame they ever had, I think they played Inter in like they did in the cup. Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, lost on penalties. Yeah, 5 4. That was a diff, that was a different um Inter team. Like uh, Nagatomo was still there, and it was like a like yeah, that would have been like two years ago, end of an era kind of yeah. for Inter. Yeah, it was, it was. I watched that match, it was fun. Uh, yeah, that's the most notable thing I think people had known them for. Yeah, and so. They're, they were promoted last season. They're having a great run of it at the moment. We'll see if they can actually stay up. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think you so. You never know. They certainly can't stay up in the, in the second position. They, I think they'll, they'll stay in Serie B for another season. Just They're a mid-table team, Serie mid-table B, team. I think. Yeah, they take some, they're going to take some time to settle themselves. Yeah. Okay, next we have... Uh, I, always, I always hate saying this one because it has so many syllables in it. Salernitana. Salernitana. Uh, they're from Salerno. And they play at the Stadio Arici. Arecci or whatever and not whatever Arecci Arecci yeah and um, it says that they have the the biggest stadium in the league they have 37,000 people can go to that 
stadium. But that seems high. That is it? a huge amount. Yeah, it is a huge amount. I don't think it's. I don't. I'm looking at the stadium here. I'm not quite sure 000. that's right. I'm gonna have a look. I'm gonna click into it here. Yeah, Wikipedia can. Let's be have a little look. Yeah, while while you're looking there, anyone doesn't know Salernitana playing that kind of like as a lot of other teams kind of reddish brown colors. Um, I don't know why that's a thing in Italy. Um, they keep calling it garnet colors. Um, yeah, me neither. Does red have some? Is like red a team of uh, color of victory or something like that? Or? I don't know, but if you look at even like Torino and stuff like that, yeah. would have them kind of things. But originally they had kind of more kind of Lazio based colors, uh, white and blue. Mm. Um, one of because usually teams can be quite consistent with colors generally speaking. Sort of thing. Um, like the only notable changes would have been the likes of them and maybe one or two others high up would have like a random toward kit that's pink. Yeah, 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 or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but originally white and blue. Everyone's kind of playing in white and blue and, and red and, and red and stuff. blacks and greens and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, just kind of like a few different. Everyone's kind of singing off the same hymn sheet when it comes yeah. to colors. It's not like it's kind of like when you go to like you're looking at your paint shopping, you're shopping for paint, and you go and the guy's like, "Well, here's the 15 colors you can choose from." You can't just be like, "Can I have a different?" Co-? There's yeah, a yeah. Syria, there's a Syria A and Syria B palette. There's the Italian football palette, and you have to kind of choose off. There that, is. It looks like, um, yeah. From what I can see there, that stadium has 37,000 people. Jesus, Christ. six thousand of which are covered. That's okay that's a bit so, weird there's 30,000 seats that's uncovered. a weird ratio of covering it's really strange I honestly don't think that that's right no that doesn't even sound like it's like one end it's not even architecturally side. possible there's a t- maybe there's a tiny little stand up one end that's covered yeah and then the rest of it's just and it kind of it's one of those ones that slopes way back oh okay it could be like a corner then there could yeah, be like could a covering be. in the corner I don't know. We'll have to investigate we'll it further. We'll investigate later, we will, I'll yeah. tell you what, when we go there, when we go to Salerno and have a look at... Uh, when, not if. Yeah, when, When, if. yeah. That's, we, that's we'll the have attitude a look at to have. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we have uh, Spezia. Uh, they're from La Spezia, uh, conveniently. And they beat us recently. They beat Frosinone recently, mm-hmm. 2-0. They have um, some good heritage. Technically, Scudetto winners. Yeah. Technically, yeah. They've beaten that... I know there's many, like, kind of, you know, great Italian teams. Yeah. One of them being, like, the Milan of the 80s and such, and the Corden Juve team, but the great Torino. Yeah. Um, but because it was Jordan like wartime, ah. it, it didn't count. Yeah, and it was only awarded in. And I had to check this. Um, again, another story that you kind of half here. Um, I checked that, and it wasn't awarded until two thousand and two. They beat them in like nineteen forty four. Really? And apparently, it doesn't really count. It's like a decoration. Right. It's, it's not, more like it's a, it's an acknowledgement as opposed. It's to like an actual... oh, you won the league, but not really. Kind yeah. Of thing. Because Still, they shouldn't have been playing really during the war. No, they shouldn't have been playing. It was kind of like should have been resisting. Should have been resisting or whatever the Italians were trying to do at that time. Uh, they couldn't make their mind up. You should no. have been at the meeting. They could have, got, <laughs> <laughs> they could have got, got it together quicker. But yeah, uh, the, the league at that time was kind of like split up and kind of like it was a half league. Yeah, and a quarter just kind of you know. keeping things going as much as they could. They play at the, the Stadio Alberto Pico. Pico. Uh, they finished sixth in Serie B last season, did not get promoted. Now we have, all oh, very sad, we have poor Trapani. Trapani. Trapani from Sicily, from the terribly mm. impoverished... Uh, impoverished but they've they've had some talents Marco Matarazzi came through Japan did he yeah I think he in the 90s oh interesting yeah obviously for anybody who's not majorly in the football famous for getting yeah the head butted that's right by Zanan scoring a goal in the, t- in the 2006 2006 2006 played for everything in Inter as well he did yeah um, and he came to Trapani that's interesting Trapani so Trapani are from Sicily tell you who else from Sicily we won't, we won't get to talk about today unfortunately and that's uh, oh, Palermo unfortunately won't be in this list of Serie B teams <laughs> because we wrecked their entire club when oh, we beat them in God. the promotion playoff and then they sued themselves into bankruptcy trying to get into Serie A that's the way you go <laughs> ah Palermo so anyway Trapani are my favourite team from Sicily oh hang on a second they're actually the only team from Sicily we're talking about that must be hard for Palermo yeah, fans. Yeah, we're not going to mention any other Palermo stuff. No. They can, meh. I just, I just like to bring it up because it's fun to remind them that we wrecked their whole team. Absolutely, and I'm stole, not a fan of Palermo. And then stole also. some of their players. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so they play at the Polisportivo Provinciale, uh, do Trapani, and they actually don't play in Trapani. They play in uh, Erice, which is a, uh, a slightly different place in the same region. And they were the, they finished second in a different part of Serie C and they won a different playoff yeah, the C1s uh, to the, the one C2s that Pisa won. Stuff like that, yeah. yeah, it's confusing because I thought they united Serie C but there's still a whole part. Anyway, look, it doesn't matter. Um, then we have Venezia from Venice. Yeah. Yeah, Venezia is the is the Italian word for Venice. Um, they play at the Stadio Per Luigi uh, Penzo and they are, have a really interesting story because they actually, um, Venice does not have a footballing heritage really at all. No, not majorly. No, they, they, they started playing football there obviously a long time ago, but never really a Serie A team. Venezia itself, I don't think, has ever really played. No, in the Serie they, they have one of those twin-ins. They're 
uh, supporters would be quite fond of Pescara as well. They have a Gemalaggio. Oh, them. really? Yes, yeah. they're kind of like a, a, a sister club or a cousin, maybe. Second cousin. Second cousin, once removed of Pescara. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. and um, Quite they, an interesting crest on them as well, I have to say. The the winged line. The winged line with the, the, with the orange and the uh, green and the black. Yeah, yeah, quite cool looking. I like that a lot. That's, they had a, yeah. an American bought them. And Might explain the crest. A few weeks ago, or a few weeks few years ago American bought them put loads of money into them and hired uh, Inzaghi was it Inzaghi? Mm. I think it was Inzaghi who's now at, at Benevento yeah um, didn't quite work out with him no um, but they presumably are building some sort of project there and we'll see if they can we'll see if they can rise up but right now they're they're kind of plateauing a little bit after their initial success yeah uh, and then finishing us off we have Virtus and Tella uh, who are from a t- a Chiavari which is a town near Genoa um, so obviously the big teams from Genoa mm. are uh, Genoa FC one of the oldest teams in Italy, and then uh, Sampdoria, yeah, from from Genoa. So Chiavari is near Genoa, and it's only twenty eight thousand people live in small places next to Lavagna as well. Yeah, but there's a river that runs, I think, between those two places called Antella. Called the Antella, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. that's where the name. That's where comes the name from. comes from, yeah. from the river, from the which river. is interesting. And um, they play at the Comunale Aldo Gastaldi. Only holds five thousand people, five thousand five hundred people. Quite cozy, quite a cozy little stadium. Um, and they they. They won the Serious C. Yeah, the I say, C, I mean the C a. slash. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole thing with Serious. They basically they won a part of Serious C last season, and they they're yeah, up now. They got a Pokemon gym badge. They didn't get the yeah, whole thing. They won the. Fu- they beat the. They got the fire. The fire badge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we will see how they do. Um. Not too good is how they're doing at the moment. They're not particularly. Uh. Particularly great. Well, uh, eighth place isn't too bad. No, it's still it's still in the. Are they still no? They're in the. Still in the playoffs, yeah? Yeah, yeah, they're just kind of on the cusp. Uh, given how tight it is, they're one I, d- point, I just, I don't think they're going to... They're one point behind you, but I think it's reaching at the moment. Yeah, I like how I'm like, Do they're know? doing terribly, they're one point behind us. Like, <laughs> but that's how close the league is, that really, it's but a I matter of appearances that, more that than point That does say value. something, though, in terms of a team can be one point behind you. Yeah. And be doing great. Yeah. And yous can be doing terrible or something like that, or yeah. vice versa. You know, it, it's tight, but there's a big difference almost between those one or two points. Yeah. That that concludes our rundown of the names of the teams in the league. I tell you, Faye, on the last one with the names of the players, I said them all quickly. So I'm going to do that now. You're going to do that now. So here are once again for the listener the name of the team, the names of the teams in the Serie B uh, this season. I can't wait for the enunciations here. <laughs> here we go: Ascoli, Benevento, Chievo, Cittadella. Uh, oh, hang on, let me start again. Uh. <laughs> oh, I fucking gave them one. I didn't mean to. Here we go. Ascoli, Benevento, Chievo, Cittadella, Cosenza, Cremonese, uh, Cotone, Empoli, Frosinone, Juve, Stabia, Lavorno, Perugia, Prescara, Pisa, Pordenone, Salitana. Ah, me again, Fay. Salernitana. Salernitana. Okay, yeah, Salernitana. Spezia, Trapani, Venezia, Virtus, and Tella. Right, Fay. We'll have to have you back on. I'd love have, to come back. We'll have to talk about. I've been very, I've been very grateful for your for your time and your knowledge sharing with us today. And did you enjoy yourself here in the in the Frosinone Studios? Absolutely, it's been good. I think one of the positives, the kind of like things like this, is like there's a lot of people out there that I'd say do like Frosinone, and if not specifically Frosinone, Serie B or do you have a mild interest in Italian football? Yeah. Show. I think this is great because there might be people out there as you were saying like oh I don't know anybody else who's into this and I don't if people out there who are, have an interest in the league but don't necessarily have a team or they're like yeah. I like it to get into this it is, this is a way of getting into it get, and it's not it's, it's not like as you, all you have to do is listen I'm the host of the show and I have like learning new things every episode but that's what what's great about it you learn new things like there's a lot of like stories of different teams and stuff like yeah, it's that fun connections and friendships between different teams and rivalries that you're like oh I didn't know that they didn't like yeah. them or they did this and stuff like that. So we'll have you back, uh, maybe with Enzo to tell a big story of, of, of our trip to Italy a Absolutely. year ago. Myself and Enzo, of course, going over quite. Are soon. going to Italy in January? We're going to Milan to watch us trash Udinese. Yeah, because Enzo is a Milan fan as well. Yeah. Um, before he even knew your Fazinoni fan was a, <laughs> a real option for a long time, it wasn't. So you I, had to have another club. Yeah, I would like to say I am exclusively a Milan. Milan fan. You're not a Fazinoni fan, but you have a little soft spot for us. I have a soft spot. Um, I have a weird connection where most of the Italian people that I know beyond the Milan Club Dublin the yeah. Italian people that I would know outside that for some reason all seem to come from the Lazio region and for some reason come from in and around Frosinone which is bizarre because it's just it's beyond bizarre statistically that just doesn't make any sense no, but we've kind of started our own little Frosinone outpost yeah. out here 
um, in, in Dublin. Who knows what's going on? And to be fair, I think it's one of the few clubs in Serie B that, like, from my point of view as a Milan fan, I have no hatred for or kind of mad history with. You have no ill will towards us? No. no. I have ill will towards other teams like Benevento and stuff like yeah, that. Certainly. But that's our own fault. That's your own fault. That's, yeah. that's, that's a monster of your own creation. Use it a Frankenstein to, to Benevento's monster. Witches. Yeah, the witches. Um, but uh, what was I going to say to you there? Oh, so we'll have you back on at some point. I appreciate that. And as always, to the listener, this is a long episode. So anyone who stuck with us to the end, thanks very much. Oh, fair play. This uh, is the Irishman of podcasts. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut it way down. Uh, unfortunately, no Pacino on this one. Maybe I'll, will I do a Pacino impression to take us out? Yeah, or or will I leave it? You, you can go on. You can go on. Okay. Thank you very much for listening to the Frosty Show Day. Good night. And this is where I do the Godfather. What's the matter with you? Hey, what's Be the, a man. What's the matter with you? Uh, anyway, uh, okay, everybody, see you next week. Enzo will be back, I hope, maybe, if he hasn't, uh, whatever else has happened. Um, so I'll see you next week. Tie up and Jason Flynn. Oh, follow us on Instagram. Our account got blocked um, because everyone thought I was, <laughs> I was spamming. Yeah. Uh, and if you're on Twitter, feel free to give yourself a follow. Oh, yeah, anything else you want to promote? Uh, Milan Club Dublin. Milan Club Dublin. We have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, and we have a Twitter as well. If you just pop in Milan yeah. Club Dublin, it'll pop up. Um, and give yourself a follow on, on, on uh, yeah, Twitter Moya on Twitter is Lafayman L-A-F-A-Y-M-A-N Lafayman alright thanks Faye I'm back next week folks thanks very much grazie ragazzo forza frazionone <laughs>